0: Welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug, and these are my acute mental neuroses. Uh, I apologize, I've got a bit of a head cold, so my voice seems a little scratchy. uh, I apologize. Uh, There might be some weird edit points on this one as I, uh, you know, blow my nose or take a sip of water or cough or sneeze or any other disgusting bodily function that will happen when you're sick. So I apologize in advance. Uh, There is much on the list you cannot see. And let's get right into some, and it's going to be some neurotic stuff, which is going to be great. Uh, First thing on the note, uh, it says, therapy kicks ass. Uh, So I had my first therapy session last week, and later today I'll be going back for my second. And uh, I felt great after sitting down and talking to uh, my therapist, Paul. Uh, Once again, having been through... Um, a regiment of therapy before I wasn't really that guarded about talking about things. I was like, look, I'm here because I need help, and I need to talk about things out loud and get them out. And he was very receptive to that. He's like, good, you're hitting the ground running, you want to do the work. And I was like, absolutely. And there were things that got brought up that I had never thought of before. And once again, that's great for therapy. It's great having a, a second set of... Uh, eyes in my head, or whatever, that was not a great metaphor, I apologize. But we got right into, like, not right into, but like, I, you know, talked about what was going on with my probation, and, and, you know, some of the triggers, and he and I were talking about how there's kind of an underlying, um, I called them subroutines, because I'm a nerd, Uh, but there are these, like, you know, triggers, this this subroutine in my brain that, you know, leads me to make decisions without me having, like, a conscious... Idea of why I'm making those decisions, and we'll be we'll be talking about triggers, I believe, today when I go talk to him later. Uh, but I felt great, and we talked a little bit about you know my dad, and I said, you know, I did the emotional you know grieving process, and you know, though he's not dead, like you know, I did feel kind of emotionally abandoned at you know a kind of a precarious age in my teens um, that kind of hardened me as an adult. And he, you know, we talked about like seeking out. That you know, I I sometimes seek out these relationships that I uh, that I know that people are going to eventually leave me. Um, I wouldn't call them abandonment issues necessarily, but that I look for people that won't have permanence. Uh, and he kind of turned that lens uh, on Deb, which I was really impressed with. And I'm not saying anything bad about Deb or anything like that, but I'd never kind of looked through my personal lens at Deb and I's professional relationship working, you know, the the, the BAC network, and, and doing that, I was like, oh, okay, this is making a bit more sense, and that, you know, she's basically kind of been off the reservation for the last three months, uh, we actually had plans to hang out yesterday, but uh, she had an appliance failure at her place, and then I've got this head cold, so I was like, yeah, we'll just push it off to next week, or, you know, that's what she suggested, and I went fan bloody-tastic, great idea. Um, but I'm really enjoying the therapy sessions, uh, it's gonna be at least a, a uh, six-week program, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, you know, I got excited when Paul was talking about, we're gonna talk about triggers, we're gonna get into more of the emotional stuff, of the, those subroutines that I called them, um, and we're really gonna get deep, and we're gonna do the work, uh, since you've set out to do that, and I went, fantastic, uh, because I've got a meeting with the PO, uh, tomorrow, So I'm really looking forward to, you know, me going to her and saying, like, look, I'm doing great, the therapy's working, everything's fine, how are you? Now, things that are not fine, I guess you could say, is that uh, I'm almost at the end of the illustration work for Fear Agents, so, you know, I was eyeballing, like, launch dates and making sure kind of everything's in place since it's such a huge undertaking, it's a huge project that's going to come out. And I looked at the flowchart I had built, uh, in Microsoft Excel, which is not where you should be making flowcharts, um, and it didn't make any goddamn sense. It just, I, I knew what I was trying to do, and I didn't do it well, uh, and I think coming back to it months later, then I went, oh, this needs to be cleaned up, so I'm going to be working in both Microsoft Word, and I found a um, flowchart generator online that I'm going to try to redo the branching Uh, alternative dimensions and realities and choices and all that—the the the stuff I talked about last week with, you know, Black Mirror in my my own life. Uh, I'm going to be redoing that for Fear Agents, and it's going to be some work. uh, Because I've kind of got to decode what I was trying to do, and I'm going to have to pull up the pictures of when I did all the post-it notes, and then look at the Excel spreadsheet, and kind of compare the two and go, oh, this is that, and and this is when that happens, and, you know, it, it, some of it just doesn't make any sense. And, and I mean that, like, from a writer's point of view as well. Uh, there are, like, these kind of gaps where I'm like, the what? So, not that, I, you know, I've, I'm not, I don't have a hardcore release date for Fear Agents, but basically the two things I have to finish are, I've got to redo the flowchart so I know where everything's going in the end, and then I'm going to go through all of the art uh, and just do really minor tweaks Um, just stuff where, you know, I looked at the first one I did versus the last one I did, and of course, you know, the more I went, the more I kind of strengthened those creative muscles, and the illustrations became better and better and better, and more concise, and, um, so I want to go back and just tweak things, little, like, things that pop out where I go, oh, those, you know, the effects on those eyes uh, either need to be put in, or need to be kind of tweaked, or this... Thing that's colorized um, shouldn't be a hundred percent colorized. It should be, you know, more uh, whatever. The contrast should be kind of tweaked. Like literally, just small little bits of, of tightening everything up. That won't take me that long. I will probably knock out all of those in a matter of maybe a day or two if I just sit down. But I'm gonna have to like make a list, uh, which is gonna be fun uh, in both a good way and a bad way. Uh, I mean, it's not fun to sit there and critique my own work and go through everything, but it's going to be fun kind of walking down memory lane in terms of the earlier illustrations. Speaking of uh, things coming to a logical end, Wright's final episodes. Uh, Mr. Wright, I am going to put on, I I don't want to say cancelled, but a a semi-permanent hiatus. I am, you know, it may rise like a phoenix. I don't know, um, or I may do it as a monthly show or bi-monthly, depending on ideas I come up with. Um, but I do have the ideas for the last three episodes. I wrote the eulogy for it, which will be the last episode. And I gotta say, it's a fairly well-written eulogy. I'm, I'm actually weirdly proud of it. Uh, having to write a eulogy for a podcast was very strange to do out in public, because I did have a few friends that uh, joined me while I was writing, and they said, oh, what are you r- working on? And I said, a eulogy. And they went, oh, I'm sorry. I went, nope, it's for a podcast. And they're like, you're a fucking nerd. But I'm excited in that, you know, while I was writing the eulogy, I realized, like, you know, I'm going to free up the time and creativity, not that it's a finite amount, well, the time is, that I'll be able to focus more on Fear Agents and I Hate Kathy Hammond, which I'll be... Hopefully done casting the next, you know, couple weeks, hopefully by the end of the month. Uh, so I'll start on that near uh, next month uh, for all the recording. But, you know, it's it's a bit uh, bit wistful that, you know, Mr. Wright's going to end after... Uh, God, I've been doing it for, what, two years now? Something like that. So, you know, I'm going out with a bang, though, uh, with Eulogy, and I'm going to be doing a huge episode about uh, Joseph Campbell and Dan Harmon. Uh, Which will be a very interesting episode, and uh, then I'm going to do the last bit of the listener questions, called the epilogue. So I am excited for like the last couple episodes uh, because they're going to be a lot of fun to record, uh, and I'm going to be very excited about the content. Uh, but like it's like I said, it's it's a bit bittersweet in that you know this is the first show that we're actively going. Okay, this is going to come to a logical conclusion. The other shows have you know either fallen by the wayside, um, people run out of time, or, I mean, Napsack comedy, like, I trusted that these, these friends of friends, uh, could do the podcast consistently, whatever, but, you know, a lot, when I, when I kind of outsource like that, they don't treat it like it's important, it's a business, uh, you know, and that's, I mean, part of that is me going, like, yes, I'll give you the structure to release this podcast, um, but it's up to you to do that, and then they go, okay, well then after, like, you know, they realize they can't get together, or or they don't want to do it anymore, it's not fun anymore, which is fine, if it's not, you can't do it, you can't do it, but, uh, you know, I, I take this all very seriously, (laughs) and some people do not, kind of got off on a weird thing there, um, speaking of things that are not serious, I brainstormed an idea with an artist friend about uh, a a weird, uh, maybe a webcomic or some kind of online publishing thing where, we'll probably do it through the network, but uh, it's kind of a Doctor Who, uh, Doctor Seuss kind of vibe, and uh, I'm really excited. She had already had a couple drinks when we were brainstorming it, but... Uh, I, I'm very excited. I've got it on my notes to just kind of put together some stray thoughts, uh, over the week, uh, this upcoming week for her. And, uh, I think she'll be surprised because I think she'll go, oh yeah, like we came up with it while, well, you know, she was drinking, but like, he, you're not really doing this. I'm going to go, oh, I have a list of ideas. Let's do this. Let's figure out what medium we're going to work with. Uh, let's rock. Uh, let's, you know, let's, let's really rock and roll sweet Susie on this one. And lastly, it uh, it does say fire of doing. It originally was fire of doing question mark, but now it's fire of doing slash head cold. I'm trying to get as much done as I can, uh, but feeling, you know, not 100%. Uh, it doesn't really work. Uh, but, you know, I originally wasn't going to record this and Nerd Vomit. I was going to do some pre-recorded audio from NDK and Denver Comic Con for our, these shows. And I thought, you know what? No. You get it done, Doug. You, you get in there and you wrestle this uh, this head cold. Uh, I was get, trying to think of the whole dialogue from uh, Teledega Nights where she's like, You wrestle that fear like a demon cobra and you ride it to hell. And I, I couldn't get there fast enough because my brain is still uh, maybe 15% still full of snot. So, with that image in mind, I'm Doug, and from Dam's Acute Mental, I've already screwed it up. Head cold edition. Good night internet. If you liked this, check out some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just The Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, yeah.